Welcome to this special edition of the Do Loss Podcast. So I'm starting to think about doing one episode a week. So releasing one every Monday, but during the week I'm reading the news and thoughts are coming into my head and I'm thinking, I don't know if I can just leave it at one a week. So I'm going to try to do special sessions of 10 or 15 minutes every week and talk about what I'm reading and how I think the Bible speaks to certain stories that are happening within the, within the culture. And I think, obviously, the main thing that's been going on, uh, the case against Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis Police Department officer who was who is, has been charged for the killing of George Floyd. So there's three charges against Derek Chauvin. He has a second-degree murder charge, a third-degree murder charge, and a second-degree manslaughter charge. Now, I've been learning about the distinctions between those three, but I'm still kind of fuzzy on those, but that's not necessarily what I want to talk about. What I have been intrigued by is seeing some of the footage from the courtroom regarding the prosecution questioning witnesses, the judge listening uh, attentively, and the jury, whom we don't see for obviously good reason, uh, uh, are uh, you know they're all a part of this practice, and then you see the defense attorney Eric Nelson stand up and cross-examine these witnesses, and you tend to see them having to answer truthfully, and there's no conjecture, there's no necessarily you know speculation isn't isn't uh, uh, accepted. It's is this true? Yes or no? Did you see this? Do you understand that? Yes or no? These are they're pretty straightforward answers. And straightforward cross, uh, straightforward cross examinations as well of those answers. So, I think what has really caused me to enjoy seeing this trial is that evidence matters when it comes to truth. And I started this podcast to center it on the truth of God's word, and even God's word offers evidence. Even Jesus, when John the Baptist uh, sent his disciples and asked Jesus. You know, are you the Messiah or do we look for another? Jesus told him, told or told his followers while John the Baptist was in prison to tell John that you see the the blind are being healed, the lame are walking. Uh, You're seeing all these miracles and signs that I'm doing and go back and tell John what Jesus didn't say. Well, yes, I am the Messiah that you're looking for. Jesus didn't. He could have and he would have been right. But Jesus actually pointed to the miracles that he was doing. He pointed to the evidences that were being produced from from his from his works as proof that he was the Messiah. And then same thing, you fast forward to the book of Acts when Peter is preaching to the uh, to the Jews that have come from all over the world for Pente- for Pentecost and Peter says that this man talking about Jesus Christ was approved of God was approved of by God through miracles and signs and wonders and mighty deeds. And all these things pointed to who Christ was as, as Messiah. And again, this goes to the point that that really stuck out in my mind watching the trial and reading the news articles about it, is that evidence when it, in relation to truth matters. God will not, God doesn't 
accept just a claim. You need evidence. Even in the Old Testament, he, he, he charged the judges to search diligently to find out when claims were made so. And even when it came to stoning somebody to death at the mouth of two or three witnesses, shall every thought be established. So you couldn't just have some one person make a claim. You had to have two people. And of course, two people showing true witness to what they saw took place or what they heard took place. That was that was war that warranted a, a death sentence for the perpetrator. So I think what has really been beneficial in seeing this trial play out is the fact that evidence and 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 proof and and substance matters. We can't go around making claims because making claims just leads to slander. I can make a claim about anything without having the the proof, without having the substance behind it. I just become a liar. Even when you considering the uh, considering God, you know, Psalm 19 says the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork day into day, utter speech night into night. It showeth forth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. And I think that's what Paul has in mind when he says that they are without excuse in Romans one, where he says that knowing the knowing the 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 existence of God and knowing who God is, they still rejected him and wanted to make gods uh, that were not the true God and just made their gods based out of nature, you know, four footed beasts and flying and flying birds and made all kinds of idols based on uh, based on God's own creation instead of worshiping the true God. So it's not that the it's not there's, that there's no evidence for even God. God provides the evidence through his creation. When you look out into space, when you look out into uh, even the world, when you're driving down the street and you see the order and, and then and the nature and the structure from buildings and cars and even the food that we make and the, the laptops that we use, the TVs that we watch, the phones that we use, all these things have structure, they have purpose, they have detail, they have things uh, that are constructed for the purpose of uh, of of particular purposes. Nothing is random in life, and that's the same. And that's the evidence of a God who has laid down certain laws of uh, that are unchanging, that are able to be used over and over and over again. When we stop our car, like when we're driving down the street, and we put our foot on the brake. We're not expecting us our pressure, the pressure that we have from our foot to, that goes into the brake, that then collapses the brakes to slow down the the rotor that slows down our car. We're not expecting those laws to change from every every time we put our foot on the brake or else we would have chaos on the streets. There would be car accidents frequently. Nobody could drive a car. And, and further, more, further than that, the government would ban cars because they don't trust how they operate. And, and human life is precious enough to, to, to uh, cancel products that are not trustworthy and functioning the way they ought to. So I think that the the benefit and the the usefulness and just seen on display. We, I know we you tend to hear postmodern. You believe what you believe, and I believe what I believe. And even if what I believe is contradictory to what you believe, we're both right, and we both have the proper amount of 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 truth on our side. When truth is not relative, and we see that going on in the courtrooms of our of our country, especially for this high-profile trial, regardless of whether, whether or not you think Derek Chauvin is innocent or guilty, the fact remains that 
you can't just say he's guilty without providing evidence. You can't just say he's innocent without providing evidence. And that's the whole nature of this trial. All the evidence we hope will be brought out and there will be no stone left unturned from what I've seen and heard. Really, nothing has been left to chance by the prosecution. They've, they're trying to make their case strong and they're trying to bring out every single witness that they that they hope will bring a strong conviction of those charges against Derek Chauvin. And then the defense, Eric Nelson, is doing a... Uh, pretty good job of defending his client and trying to uh, trying to bring up good points that help uh, Derek Chauvin's case so that he won't end up in, in prison. So again, just to let uh, you guys know, the listeners, that when we see and desire truth, we need evidence that backs up that truth. And what we are seeing on the stage of this trial is that that is happening exactly as what we would expect to in a, in a world that God has created where claims are made and you provide evidence, you provide proof before making a judgment. And I want to leave with one verse from the book of Proverbs that teaches us this principle, Proverbs eighteen seventeen, which says, He that is first in his own cause seemeth just. But his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. So that is telling us that just because and if you listen just to one side of a story, it seems right. I mean, it seems like nobody can ever counteract that. And if you listen just to the prosecution side and the good points that they're making, you look like, oh, this guy is guilty of sin. There's no way he's getting away with this. But then when the neighbor or in this case, the defendant defense attorney comes up. And starts cross-examining the witnesses, then you start to realize, well, it's not as clear-cut as what you thought. It's not as just as what you might think, uh, as what you might think the prosecution has. So, I just want to encourage all of us when we see issues arise within our families, within our friend groups, or even in the broader culture, we should always be first as Christians, be willing to hear both sides of the story before making a judgment call and getting evidence and getting. Uh, getting getting um, proof of what we've seen and what we've heard before we go make, uh, make a conclusion about the matter. So I hope this was helpful to you and I hope this you enjoy these little tidbits of, of, of my thoughts concerning various issues happening and what I'm reading about and I hope to keep it around 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes every week and We'll see how this goes and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening and always subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars also is best and or, or four stars. Or you can tell me things I need to improve upon if I need to speak more clearly. Something I've been told before in, in life. So I'm trying to work on that. But if you like listening, please continue to listen. And I will see you on the next episode of Do Lost.